Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I will be your host. And in this episode, Tracy Heinrichs is going to tell us about her recent experience using the quick service dining plan at Disney with a twist. I'm joined at the table by our panel of experts, consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Heinrichs. Hi, everyone. Client Services Manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Hi. Close. Hi, everybody. I can't wait to see Tracy Twist. I <laughs> can't. Twist. And back in our production facility, we have our producer, Craig, Mrs. Doubtfire Williams. Oh, hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, he even has a voice. Hello. hello. There we go. And this is all because Craig got tea. He did. Yeah. We're all getting ready for the show today, and Craig decided to have tea. Like a proper British woman. We're a rough crowd here. (laughs) All right. So, like I said, Tracy recently stayed at the Caribbean Beach Resort. We did a previous show on the construction uh, there. But during that stay, you had a chance to use the quick service uh, dining plan. Um, And we wanted to do that show on that anyway. We want to talk about the dining plan more in the future and how to use it, how to get the most out of it. But you had something that occurred before your trip that sort of changed the way you use the dining plan. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure do. So the original idea of doing the show, and then when I originally talked about it, as I, I think I mentioned this on a previous show, seems like all of my travel now, I start to think, how can I make this a show? <laughs> how can I turn Which this around? Which also means, how can I submit these receipts? <laughs> yeah. What? I can re- Wait, I can submit receipts? <laughs> Hold the phone. <laughs> Stop. Hold the phone. Okay. So anyway, so I thought I want to see if somebody can use the quick service dining plan on a week or, you know, in our case, we were a five night stay. Can you use the quick service dining plan during that stay and not have to just eat burgers and fries every day? Because, you know, you think quick service, that's what you think of. You think burgers, you think chicken fingers. And I do really like Disney's chicken fingers. I should put that out there. But this well, there is are places the kind where of, you can get a good burger. There's places where you can get right. a good french fries. But I, I completely agree with you. You know, what you want is, am I just going to have that every single exactly. day and get bored of it? That's right. And it's one thing if you're on the regular dining plan where you only have one quick service meal and then that sit down. So you, if you are doing a burger or something, you know, that's – you. Know, I think you know that's, you're going to supplement it, later right? You're going to have a better good. meal later. Yeah. So it was interesting. I kind of wanted to see that because, for us, the way we're doing Disney is different now. We don't have young kids. We're not doing character meals. Um, we're not really doing the dinner shows anymore. Eating has more become just something we're doing to get us through the day. Like it's not necessarily. Um, I think in your early vacations, dining is is an event and it's part of the vacation, but there's people like us, I think who get to the point where that's no longer the case. Um, so this was kind of the thought behind doing it all. And what changed was shortly before the trip, a couple of weeks before, actually just before we went to Hawaii, I had found out that I'd had a medical condition, which meant that I had needed to have a major overhaul of kind of lifestyle stuff. So the way I was eating was different. I all of a sudden was told I had to eat gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free, wheat-free. I mean, basically free of anything appetizing and fun. (laughs) So everything had changed the way I had to eat. And then one of my first thoughts was, oh, my God, I have the quick service dining plan. (laughs) Should I (laughs) cancel? What should I do? Should I try to upgrade it? Maybe because at least at a sit-down restaurant, I may be able to have more variety. Or talk to the chef directly. Exactly. Yep. So I kind of thought about it for a bit, and I thought this was going to be a very busy trip for us. It was the 20th 
Um, so I thought, I really don't have time for sit down, so I'm just going to go with it and see what happens. Might be a good point to mention as well. People may notice that my hair has grown a lot since you've seen me last. This is a wig. Um, part of my condition that means that I've lost my hair. I am not deathly ill. I don't have a any kind of life-threatening condition. It's just something I need to manage. But part of it is I've lost a lot of my hair. So I've decided uh, to kind of take kind of take the control a little bit myself kind of embrace it i did i kind of decided that i was i couldn't be one of those people i know there's people wear different wigs for many different reasons and i think everybody has to do what's comfortable for them for me i just especially i think being on the show i couldn't just pretend like i wasn't wearing a wig (laughs) it would be weird because i have three of them so you might see me wear different ones and And you're not chrissy the doll (laughs) right right and you might see me bald head sometimes so part of taking a little bit of that control for me was just deciding what was left i was just shaving it off and so actually to me it looked like we stepped back eight years yeah it gets this anybody who knows me from before this was kind of my old hairstyle color slightly different but it's pretty close to what i wore i think you should bring in the extra wigs and kevin i I should wear them for one show awesome (laughs) i'm gonna give mine to craig (laughs) with his tea i do i have his tea it's funny because i have one i have they're all different too i have a short one i have this one that's a bob i have a really really long one i've been long hair since i was eight years old but when i put it on and it was like oh wait i can brush it i feel like ariel This long red wig. I was like, okay. I was hoping you were going to step out of the car with, like, you know, a bouffant. Like, you know, from hair, right, from Dolly Parton. That's right. And probably TMI, but Chris calls my long one my bedroom hair. Yes, that is TMI. (laughs) We're going to get an explicit rating. Ratings just changed. Um, So, anyways, obviously, we got way off topic. Um, But let's get back to quick service dining. Let's get back to quick service dining. So I decided to continue with it anyway and see how it worked now with a different angle. How is this working with somebody with special dietary needs and what's that going to mean for our trip and and can it work? Um, So let's talk a little bit about the quick service dining plan first of all. So the quick service dining plan is two quick service credits per person per night. It includes two snacks per person per night as well as your resort refillable mug. So that's basically what you're getting. And the each quick service credit is your main meal and your beverage, non-alcoholic beverage. I know that's changing in 18, but right here in 17, that's what we're talking about. It's a non-alcoholic beverage. In different places, that meant different things. Some places it was a smoothie. Some places it was um, soda, like a soda, tea, uh, bottled water, things like that. So the cost of that currently, as I sit here, is around $48 per person per night for an adult. The child is somewhere in the neighborhood of $20 per person per night. So just so you're aware of that. Um, So how does it work? Um, How did it work for me? I've got to tell you, it was very easy. Had the focus not changed, it was very easy to find a number of locations that had things that were not burgers and fries. And I was surprised with, because we had done a little bit of research before, so we kind of had an idea. I am not a a planner for my own vacations. People who know me know that. Mine are kind of fly by the seat of my pants. So the idea of deciding on this day we're going to this park and I'm going to eat here and this is what I'm going to order, that's not reality for me. So, What what did you find that you thought maybe was the most shocking that you could have at a quick service? Like you saw... Steak. uh, Wow. (laughs) Steak. Um, You know, Flame Tree Barbecue, you can get this sampling. It was like, it was ribs. Uh, chicken and a uh, pulled pork sampler. I mean, it's a twenty dollar 
entree without any drink or anything. That sounds good. Um, and it was good. Like, this was good quality food. Disney Springs has great options. Disney Springs has um, Blaze, where you can, I love the, you know, you make your, to order pizza there. Uh, Deluxe Burger takes the dining plan. Uh, Polite Pig. So there are a lot of options there outside of your traditional fast food stuff. Did you get to Polite Pig? I did not. We haven't had a chance to get yeah, there yet. I want to. We, that was one of the things that we had. So what I had done was each place I had made a list of two or three places where I thought, first of all, I can get something besides burgers and fries because I couldn't have that anymore. But I could also get um, a variety of things. So that's what I was looking for. So that means like I think next time I have to stay like two weeks yeah. to try all the places you want to eat. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's- like there were, there were more places on the list right. than we got to. We also found, I had mentioned on previous show, Caribbean Beach was doing the buffet in the mess hall. <laughs> so, I mean, that was a good value for quick service credit. Now, obviously, that would be, you know, that's outside of what most people would experience. But that was a really good option as well. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other places. Um, the ABC Commissary in um, Hollywood Studios. They, on their dinner menu, have a steak with, like, big meaty steak fries and vegetables and so i mean there were a lot of places now i haven't been there in a while one but the many many years ago that i have been there that was more burgers chicken yeah. tenders years ago they used to have a cuban sandwich very worst <laughs> reputation yeah, yeah. It, yep. it has uh, that came along with the uh when they changed it from lunch to still just be like normal quick service and now mm-hmm. dinner is more of a uh, fast casual dining experience yeah. and so with that they they've upgraded the yeah. food and, and you and that was one of those locations where you ordered and then you sat down and they brought the food out when it was ready um so there were the the quick service in the american pavilion offers a steak on their menu um and now i'm not talking filet mignon here i mean you know we're talking but it's a steak at a quick service location um you know the China in in Epcot has a quick service location. Japan has a quick service location. Um, now, did you go like to the counter and say, "Listen, I have to eat gluten free"? Yeah, yeah. So let me get there. Um, what I did was so I, had, I did a little bit of research ahead of time as well, and I've had clients have dietary needs, so I was aware, you know, of what Disney is all doing, and I knew what was out there. I did not. Um, noted anywhere in advance. So um, we did a dessert party. Let me talk about that first. We had already had this booked because I had wanted to see the new fireworks at Magic Kingdom, so we had booked a dessert party to do it. So I had not noted in advance that I had this dietary issue. Um, but when I arrived and I, we got to the table and we got seated, I let the lady know who, who sat us. She goes, oh. She goes, okay, so let me tell you. Um, first thing that she did was bring over, they call them coordinators, I think. So everything is done through somebody else, like a coordinator. Um, and I think they do this to keep consistency throughout. Yeah. So the coordinator came to see me, asked what the needs were. Um, I explained what my needs were. Now, I will tell you, um, I don't have allergies. So if, if I can't do all of the special dietary needs I have to do, at the very least, I do gluten-free. Mm. So some of what you'll see that I've done is gluten-free, but may not be dairy-free or right. or sugar-free. There are certainly some dietary needs, some allergies that are much more severe in the moment. If exactly. You ate, if you had a nut allergy. Right. Let's won't. talk about that for a minute. Can we just interject there? Sure. I deal with this a lot with people who are traveling on an ABD trip. 
And I think this is true kind of across the board. I can note your allergy with Adventures by Disney, but I am telling someone in Orlando that you have an allergy. And we are assuming that that gets on the report. And then they tell somebody in London or Austria or China that you have an allergy. What I tell every one of my guests that has an allergy is that I can note it. You should discuss it with your guide. And you have to take the personal responsibility to make sure at every meal that this is yes. This is managed. Well, not only that, but when Kylie and I went, because we had we knew there would be a little time to go on our own before the guides were there, we also printed out. Um, you can print out allergy like forms in the language of the countries that you're going to, Great so idea. you can have a piece of paper that says when you do on your um, own meals, right? Exactly, right. that says I have a nut allergy, I have mm. a shellfish allergy. So that way, if you can't communicate the right words, at least you have that piece of paper or you can take a picture on your phone. And this is the most important. When really, your allergy is yeah. life-threatening. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't really say that in that language. It says, I am a needy American. <laughs> Pay more attention to me than anyone else. Yeah. It's regular. especially true if your allergy is health affecting. Right. right. So you so, went specifically and said, I am gluten-free. I did. So this is what I did at the dessert party. Um, and... And I can tell you there are people who have to be gluten-free. They have celiacs. They have different conditions where, while it's not life-threatening, it's extremely important that they don't have cross-contamination and things like that. So in my case, it's not that to that level. Your cookie could have been next to a cookie with gluten in it. Exactly. But (laughs) they treat everybody, everything the same. And I think they have to. I think they have to have one protocol, whether this is because of a preference, a medical condition, or Having a policy that makes it easier for everyone to follow. I think it does. And I think it keeps everybody safe. I can tell you, this doesn't look half bad. Doesn't that look right? So the coordinator came out. Are those potato pancakes up front? They're not. They're cookies. (laughs) It's cookies. There's chocolate chip cookies. They, the chocolate chip cookies, there was chocolate chip banana bread down the front. The cupcakes all had a different little flavor on the top. There was some fresh fruit. And in the back, you can hardly see them, but they were the best gummy bears I've ever had. Wow. They were really good. Now, see, I have, I'm diabetic. Mm-hmm. So my thing is sugar-free. Right. Yep. And so she had taken me around or talked to, to me about the buffet and what I could have. There was cheese on the buffet. There was a lot of... So she walked one- with you from place to place? Yeah. To place? Now, wow. she didn't have to walk with me because we just talked about it, but she offered to do it if I needed it. Oh, wow. It. That's incredible. Um, but... She said, basically, you know, this is what you can have up there. Uh, they had an amazing selection of fresh fruit. Um, and not just like, you know, they didn't just open up a can of fruit cocktail and dump yeah. it in. And it's not um, just that. Strawberries are beautiful. Yeah. Green melon. Right. And even what they had um, on the buffet was even like a lot of variety of fruit. So I could get fruit and cheese from the buffet itself. And then they brought this tray individually to me. So I was very impressed. I thought it was great. Um and again, I didn't note it in advance. Had I have, they would have known. I asked her, I said, should I have, you know, with somebody else not getting a tray because I didn't note this in advance? And she said, it really doesn't matter to them because they have enough. Oh, okay. They always have enough. So if they know in advance, it kind of helps them with numbers. But she said, she said, I would guess only maybe 30% of people let us know in advance. So she said, it really doesn't matter. And she said, honestly, she goes, by the time I'm here talking to you, I have no way of knowing if you noted it in advance or not. Yeah. So it kind of didn't matter at this point. What I will say about noting your allergies in advance, if you have multiple things going on, like if my gluten, my dairy, my sugar, 
were all extremely serious that I had to um, be very strict with them. Because there are multiple dietary needs, it's very difficult to, you know, eating out to hit on all of those things. If you were doing table service with multiple dietary needs, you would note those in, in advance and we would put you in touch with the special diets department where they would, you know, and if it's, if it's one or two things, the common things, they don't really need to know through this special department in advance. But if you're getting into multiple things, you're getting into more serious dietary issues, then there are next steps that we would take. Now, when I talked about what I just talked about, about noting that Mm -hmm. Walt Disney World and Disneyland are very different. Right. They do have a department that deals specifically with dietary Uh, needs. They they have chefs that are trained in that, that deal specifically with that. I was actually talking about other kinds of travel. And I think, Tracy, uh, hit something very important, is that we will note it on your reservation with Disney, but there's no way we can guarantee that it will get down to the restaurant level. Exactly. Um, uh, Many, many times clients show up and say, how come you didn't note the fact that I have a nut allergy? And we say we did it. It's just Disney systems are so messed up that things get lost. They do. And you know what? The thing is this. It's very important. And what I'm learning, being very, very new to this, please, nobody think I'm now the spokesperson for special dietary needs because I am so new and uninformed That sounds like a job with a uniform. It does. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm really learning my way. This is very, very new to me, and I'm just kind of fumbling through the dark trying to figure it all out myself. Um, But I can tell you that number one thing I've learned now is that I'm the one who has control of this. Um, To rely on, uh, well, other people that I told and just assume that they're going to know at the front lines, at at the table level, I think it's much better. And I can tell you, Everywhere I ate that week, and on this trip, I've actually done a couple of table services as well that I'll talk about. Um, there was nobody said to me, "Well, did you note that in advance?" Right. Nobody needed to know in advance. There was no issue that I was doing it last minute. Everybody was prepared because Disney has incredible procedures and protocols in place. And after multiple counter service locations, and now a couple of quick service locations, um, I can tell you they're the same across the board. That's good to know. You know, I I noticed the same procedures happening everywhere I went. I think the other thing, too, is this particular sensitivity to gluten um, has come about, I'm going to guess, and people are going to yell at me, but say the last 10 years, right? Before that, it was never really diagnosed as this. Yeah. So it wasn't something that was in sort of the out there and people knew how to deal with. It's only until fairly recently that it's become more common so Disney is now prepared for this. Right. Where maybe 10 years ago you would go to Disney and say I have a gluten allergy and people would have went, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, or they like, okay, don't eat the bread. Right. Well, you can right. also see that it's in the market. Yeah. It is. Products are mm-hmm. labeled gluten-free and mm-hmm. there are new products that are specifically made to be gluten-free. Yep. So right. it's ab- obviously something right. that's touching and what a I'm, lot of people. What I'm learning is a lot of people are not just gluten-free. There are other things that they can't mm-hmm. have. So, you know, it's important. I did... Um, Disney does have uh, full ingredient lists if needed. A coordinator can get that for you. Um, They did have a couple over-the-counter products I could buy that were gluten-free. I found these amazing, and I've only found them here because we don't have them in Canada, but they're gluten and dairy-free chocolate chip cookies. And it's like, oh, it's like the sky's open, (laughs) angels sang. (laughs) When we find sugar-free stuff, it's very exciting. We go crazy. Um, Kathy Rowling did a segment many, many, many months ago about how she went up to every quick service place. Mm -hmm. And she was able, you look 
bug flying Right? Around. I did, right? <laughs> I didn't know if my wig had twisted, if it was a bug. I didn't know what happened. <laughs> I didn't know if it was a bug on your nose. The rose um, petals are coming out. She did. <laughs> she did. Went to the counter service area and said, can I see the mm-hmm. And they'll pull out the book yeah. and they'll show you that. So. so let me tell you about my specific experiences. I'm not going to go through every restaurant because it was the same at every place I went. Keep in mind, I was quick service. So I wasn't sitting down at a table with a waitress and a chef wasn't coming to my table. Um, so I was quick service. And you know, if you've eaten at a Disney quick service location, they're a little crazy. They're a little bustling. There's a lot going on. So the first thing I would do is when I entered, I would ask to see the allergy menu. So what they've done now, instead of you having to talk to somebody and them telling you what you could order in the list, they've mainstreamed it. And I think they've done this, I want to say back in 15. I might be wrong on that, but I know it's been two or three years ago that they've done this. And so now every location has an allergy menu. So they give you this menu, looks similar to the other. Um, but what it does is it lists what you can have under... Um, there's dietary need. So for example, it'll say gluten, wheat free, and then it'll list what I can have. It'll also list dairy free and list what I can have. So I could cross reference as I was trying to do both. Um, It'll list sugar free. It listed nuts. It listed eggs. So there was like, I think maybe six different headings on this menu where it listed exactly. And then in there, it listed what substitutions they made. So the burger might have been listed under gluten-free, and it listed a gluten-free bun. Um, or they might have had, you know, certain places were offering rice as a side as opposed to having, um, you know, something else that had gluten in it. So these menus were amazing help. So I could get that menu when I entered in most cases. Most of the quick service now are putting people at the door holding menus. So I would just ask and they would get me one. And that would give us time to kind of review it before we got to the till. Mm. And also decide if it's, you know, okay, guess what? The choices here aren't that great. Right. Let's go somewhere else. Exactly. Or if they're not that great, at least they're not, my, not to my taste. Right. That's right. That's, and that's exactly what it was. And now we had done a little bit of research ahead, so we kind of knew already. So having this menu was helping me figure out if anything had changed. So this is, um, you know, I had, this was my meal at the ABC commissary. Wow. Now I did order gluten free. So, um, so this is a quick service yes. dining credit. Yes. How big is, is that a normal size plate or is that like a side dish plate? No, no, that's a normal size plate. <laughs> that looks like a lot of food. Doesn't and it, it was kind of an oval shape. And the green beans look really, really good. They were. Yeah, really. And so, that was my quick service credit. It came with a beverage. Um, so there was no, and so whether I had special dietary needs or not, this was kind of our goal, our original goal. Right. How can we have a decent meal? We didn't want to make reservations. We didn't want the time constraint of a sit-down meal. And, but we didn't want to eat junk food all the time. Yep. And there you have it. I mean. I think that's impressive. That's an impressive looking yeah, plate. Exactly. I am. At this point in my life, I can't imagine a man making a dining reservation 180 days in right, advance. Right, right. So I think this is great. If there are yeah. people, I know there are people on our boards who talk about the fact that they show up with no dining reservations. And so even, this shows that you can eat something other than chicken fentanyl. And even us who are day guests who wouldn't make, who wouldn't have a dining plan, this is a great option. But I think that this is an option for your dining credit is even better. Yes. Because to this me, this is not gluten free. I just know it is not. Is it? Oh, yeah. What? This, oh, yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. I'll talk about this, and then I'll tell you a little bit more about the ordering process. So Cooks of Dublin 
I was doing a little bit of research ahead of time, and apparently the owner, the main chef, I'm not exactly sure who, but somebody in the higher up exec of this location, as well as Raglan Road, because it's owned by the same people, um, has made his mission to serve gluten-free as much as possible. Um, Not only is that gluten-free, it's dairy-free. So when I went to Cooks of Dublin, which is the quick service location, I said to the gentleman I was taking the order, now what I did notice in Disney Springs, most of those locations did not have an allergy menu. So they're all individually owned by different people. They didn't follow the same protocol. Yeah, they're it, independent. It, yeah, but it didn't say they were any less helpful. It just they didn't have the exact same protocol in place. I think what we should do is for the folks listening, we should is it describe what we're looking at. So this is a piece of fried fish. Yeah. So a this is large piece of fried fish. This is what fish I can tell. and onion rings. And, and battered onion rings. Battered onion rings. It's battered fish. Battered onion rings. This when is it not. first came up, I thought, how did they do that? Yeah. So what I have done did was when I went up and I ordered, I said, I understand that you have a lot of gluten-free and dairy-free stuff. Do you have a menu? He said, I don't. But he said, I can tell you we can make anything on our menu that you're looking at gluten-free except the pot pies. Yeah. That we can't do anything with that. Makes sense. And it's like, well, okay, well, I want a pot pie. So <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. You've disappointed me. Right, right, right. Everything I can't have is what I want. Exactly. So, again, tell people this is in Disney Springs. This is in Disney Springs. It's called the Cooks of Dublin, and it's um, attached to Raglan Road. So it's the quick service location attached to the table service Raglan Road. And you were able to use a quick service credit? I was able to use credit. a quick service credit. Wow. It's across from Morimoto? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That area? And so... I also said to him, I'm not only gluten-free, but I'm dairy-free. He says, okay. So that limits you a little bit more. But he said, I can still do a lot of things. He said, we can do the battered fish and the onion rings, gluten and dairy-free. I'm like, I'm all in. All right. So beautiful <laughs> picture. It looks beautiful. It looks like a lot of food. How did it taste? It tasted really good. Now, I have to tell you, I've never had fish at, at Cooks of Dublin. So I have nothing to compare it to. I don't know if it was better or worse than the other. But I can tell you, this as a dish... Was good. Now, you've had fish and chips before. I have had fish and Did chips Did you before. notice something different about this? You know what? I, I didn't really. It didn't um, because I find with fish and chips, they can all be battered so yeah. differently. Yeah. Wherever you go it, could be a different flavor on the batter. And Every, I, never, I, like, I will have that again. Every once in a while, you'll run into a dessert and find out that it's sugar-free. Right. And you think, how did that happen? Right. That was delicious. A lot of times, though, you'll run into a sugar-free dessert and you'll notice the difference. Yes. And this... This looked... This did not look different from something... It was... You know, Chris did have the regular fish, so I could see visible differences. He tried mine and said, that's really good. Um, And he was having a regular one. And uh, I can tell you that, you know, their tartar sauce is gluten-free which was awesome. So I could have their tartar sauce and uh, it was a great meal and it was a quick service credit. So even take away the special dietary needs, the fact that the, the amazing fish and chips at the so Chris used the quick service credit for yep. regular yep. fish and chips at this place. And I used it for my special gluten-free dairy free ones. That is impressive. Some places have an upcharge when you're a gluten need gluten-free products. Blaze is one I'm thinking of where to get a gluten-free crust. I needed to pay um, an extra, I think it was $2 or something. The first time we went to Blaze twice, because I like Blaze. <laughs> um, the first time I went, they didn't charge me the upcharge. The second time they did. I still used the quick service credit, but I had to pay the upcharge. Um, the other thing at Blaze, they have um, dairy-free cheese. I decided that is not where I'm going to cut. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I will never eat that again. <laughs> I don't care if my toes fall right. off. It was like... We tried fat-free cream cheese one time. Yeah. And yeah. it's one of those things that you think, 
Yep. If this is what's going to kill me, I'm I'm going to die right. on this hill. Exactly. Because and it's basically thick white. That's exactly out. how I felt. So I'm like, <laughs> I'll go with the gluten-free crust. I I can make that work and I forego the the sauce because I couldn't have that, but I could put it, they were really generous and they put like an olive oil sea salt base for me. So they, you know, they again very accommodating. They offered to change their gloves in between. Uh, making it, I said that wasn't necessary for me, but for some people, it would be necessary. Yeah, I think that's that's another important point. Is that again, depending on your severity of your allergy, you can even have the restaurants at Disney will even go as far as to say, "I've cooked this yes. in a pan or on a grill, or right. I cleaned the grill before yes. I cooked in a yes. separate area." And that is general protocol. So let me talk about ordering at a quick service location. <laughs> Once I got that menu. Um, and decided what I was going to order, I would go up to the till like normal, and I would say, I'm ordering from this menu. Instantly, they go into like, do-do-do-do-do, okay, you know, it's like, we've got a process Do now. we have uh, subtitles for Tracy? Till <laughs> equals cash register. Oh, sorry. America. We have to have American <laughs> subtitles. You don't call it a, a, a till. Yeah. That's what we've, I've called it, like, I've worked think, some kind of retail my whole life, and we've always called it the till. I think in the 1800s, they were referred <laughs> to as tills. So anyway. Like you used to have one of those registers that yeah. you press the numbers in, and the wooden drawer popped yeah. out. That so my Canadian till. friends are very clear on what I was saying. For the rest of you, it's a cash register. <laughs> so anyways, I walked up to the cash register to order from the cast member, and... Uh, <laughs> Now she has an accent. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, instantly they note it when they're putting in the order that there's an allergy. They ask you what the allergies are. Um, and then they would take Chris's order and we would go up to the thing. They would then have a coordinator. Ours always took longer. So what happens is my food gets made by a coordinator in the back. It's not made as part of the regular process on the regular line. So there are only certain people allowed to do that. Uh, I will say there was a couple places where I needed to make a substitution because I had a couple different things going on. As soon as that happens, different radars go up and they have to have the coordinator come talk to you. So the person at the register is not allowed or the cash register. Yes, they're not allowed to make substitutions to that allergy menu it has to go through a coordinator because the coordinator then said to me oh but if you want to make that substitution it's got this or and even though the substitution i was making was on both lists there was still a process involved so i just kind of went with it sometimes you think okay like just make this happen don't give me disney roundabout circle weird stuff Mm -hmm. just make it happen but on this it was a different level because i i got why while it wasn't important to me i know it could be very important for other people so i understood why they were doing it so the coordinator would come out would talk about the substitution and then authorize the person at the register to go ahead and make the substitution so i would get up there to wait for my food and it always took a while like i think that's a good point you know there's a drawback here they've done this really great thing and they have these options for you but now you may have to wait a little bit longer for your food now Kylie's uh, allergies are life-threatening, correct? Yes. Okay. So that's where that would come in handy, knowing that... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yours at this point isn't life-threatening. It's not. Not even almost. It's more important when... Exactly. Yeah. And so I totally get why they were doing it. Um, And then the... They have to have the same procedure for everybody. Right. They can't say, oh, well, yours is just a preference. We can lax on that. They can't. Because they have to have the same procedure for everybody. Well, I think they also have to treat every allergy as being as life threatening. Exactly. Yeah, and you can tell by their protocols that they are good. that they really, really well, I think are that's taking just it good, seriously. Because that way, there's never 
There's no, hopefully there's never a slip up. You know what I mean? Exactly. If everybody gets the same exact level of care, then. So the coordinator would bring out my food when it was ready. Before you go, I have one more question about the the delay. Were you upset about the delay or did you just say, oh, now this is just part of my life? I wasn't. The first couple times I was because I didn't understand what was happening. Gotcha. Um, But once it was explained, I wasn't. But I can tell you. It changed. It, it made the quick service a little less convenient. Okay. And I would say by the end of the stay, I was kind of like, I kind of just want to sit down and have somebody bring me my food. Mm. You know. But also, you have to say to yourself, then quick service restaurants, any quick service restaurant, Disney or other places, you're coming off like an assembly line. Yes. Yours apparently then yes. has to, is, it's separate from that line. Right. Yep. So you're getting freshly cooked food. I probably. am. Absolutely. So that's also yep. a delay. It is. If somebody's cooking yours. Yep. Now, Same I thing if I ordered something as a special order, right. I would have a delay. I, I don't like cold french fries, no matter what fast food. And I've been known to ask them, I'll wait for fresh French fries to be cooked. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. If you're going to place that sort of yep, special as soon order, as you're one off, I actually like the idea that my food was then yep. cooked. I think what happens though, it's just part of you know we've been in that quick service line, and you order, and then you're waiting for your food. It's chaos. People are coming in around you. They're trying yeah. to get their trays. They're trying to Sometimes. move. So you feel like you're standing in the way. So it just it for me it upped the anxiety a little bit. That's all it did. Um, as I said, I got why the protocols are in place. So it wasn't like, oh, my God, where's my food? Somebody get me my food. There was none of that happening. Okay. Um, so when the coordinator brought out my food, it, there was a note. There was used, Sometimes different places would have a little stick in it to say it was allergy. But the coordinator would bring it on a separate tray. And then at that point, they would say, now your other order is coming. So they didn't bring me Chris's while I was waiting for mine to be ready. Oh, good. Oh. Right? So Chris then got what came next off the line. For his order. Because there's nothing worse than you sitting there of eating course. and waiting for someone else to get their food. So we both got it at the same time. His didn't get put out before mine came. And then they would ask, is it okay if we put these on the same tray or would you like separate trays? This is why Disney has this reputation. Absolutely. Because no place else in the world is this yes. accommodating. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's exactly true. So this process was the same everywhere we went. Um, it was the exact same. It worked the exact same way. Like I said, the Disney Spring restaurants were slightly different. These are a, a different animal, though. They're not Disney-owned and operated restaurants. They're owned by outside companies, even though they're on Disney property. But they still bought into I'm it. Sure they were still I'm sure took they still it have very to abide seriously. by certain... Yeah. And they still took it very seriously. They were very helpful. You know, there was no eye rolling when I said, I need help with this. Oh, that's um, because I didn't wait on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they were very helpful. And I can tell you now, we've done a couple table service locations. So let me talk about that a little bit, even though it's outside of the quick service dining plan. Um, we even had uh, drinks and snacks yesterday at uh, Geyser. Geyser Point mm-hmm. at Wilderness Lodge, and they were very accommodating. Um, they had um, a menu that they could show me, or the the server talked me through it. They made some substitutions for me. I had to take some things out, so they gave me a little bit extra of something else. Very, very accommodating. Same thing. It came out. It was made by a certain person in the back. It came out with a stick on it that said allergy. Very accommodating. I have a friend who's a Disney cast member. I'm not going to use names. But her husband is one of the allergy chefs, mm-hmm. and he is so well trained in right. how to accommodate this. And people get to know him 
and will request because sometimes he moves from restaurant to mm-hmm. restaurant. They will request whatever restaurant he's working at because he is so diligent and so aware of the importance of this. So it's really exactly. it's a big deal to them. I can tell you the um, the first night I was here, I was on the plane researching allergy menus, and I realized uh, Trattoria over on the boardwalk, which has become one of my favorite restaurants before having this diagnosis. Um, and the fact I looked and I thought, oh wait, they have gluten free pasta. I can eat here. You know, they have, I love their caprese salad. They have fresh mozzarella and that's gluten free. I can have that. So, um, I went there for dinner and let them know again that my server know. And they, you know, they, he said, I can bring you the special menu, but I can tell you, let's just walk through this menu. Cause you're going to see more options here than you're going to see on the special menu. And he told me that 80% of their menu can be done gluten free. Wow. They could not do the pizzas gluten-free, which surprised me because I thought it wouldn't be that hard to do that with a crust, but they couldn't. Um, but they could They're do all fired the pastas. pizzas, though, right? Yeah. So that means having a separate oven then. It does. And I think that's probably part of the issue. Um, but I was able to order my favorite pasta there but have it gluten-free. And I can tell you I couldn't notice a difference in the noodles. Remember the noodles I had in Hawaii? Yeah. The red lentil? I've since bought those for home, and they're great. But these were like regular – it was like regular pasta. I would not have known the difference. And then they – surprise to me. I didn't know what was going to happen. He's, the server came, and he goes, I have some special gluten-free rolls for you. So they had baked two gluten-free rolls and brought those out, and they were warm. So I could have those. He did say, he goes, there is olive oil, which normally you're supposed to have here. But he goes, I got to tell you, with the gluten-free, butter's better. (laughs) (laughs) So I've had gluten-free stuff. And it's always always the bread. It's always the rolls that kind of just don't. And you have to make that decision and say, do I really want this? For the most part, um, it's not just the gluten. There's other things in bread I can't have. So I I really don't have it. Um, But in this case, it was like, I'm having an Italian meal. You brought them. You went through the trouble. Gluten is kind of the chemical structure of bread. What I've learned is every time you've ever eaten something, you're like, oh my God, this is delicious. It's probably gluten. gluten. (laughs) John actually says to people, I'm not gluten intolerant. Can I have his gluten in mine? I know. That's what Chris says too. He's like, yeah, I'll have all the gluten. All the gluten, please. (laughs) So very accommodating there at Trattoria. Um, I also went to Boma. We went to Boma last night for dinner, and that's a buffet, so I was a little bit worried. So I I told the server, she goes, oh, I have a special menu for you. So she brought it over, and it was separated by the pods, by the different stations, and it was a full list. So it had the item, and then it had all the possible allergies across the board, and it had a red circle and a line through it if I couldn't have it under gluten. Wow. Wow. So I could kind of know before I went up what to look for. Um. There wasn't a lot I could look for, but I was kind of expecting it. But I got to tell you, there's a lot of Boma I wouldn't eat anyway. I, I'm actually I'm surprised a, you even went there. I know. <laughs> I was going to say that, really. It's a, friend's, it was, it's a friend's birthday, and it was his choice. So <laughs> in the name of friendship, I went. Um, but I actually enjoyed it. And you know what? Halfway through the meal, she said to me, she said, I can actually get you gluten-free desserts. Would you like me to order them for you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> so she brought me out this platter, and I forgot to send Chris, or Chris, I keep calling you Chris today. I forgot Thank to you, send. <laughs> Thanks, Kylie. Yeah, I forgot to send Craig the picture, but it, they brought me out gluten free zebra domes. And everybody, Get out. T- I swear. And the thing was, they were frozen. I've never had a zebra dome before, so I didn't have anything to compare it to. So what I had found out was mine were frozen, and she had said a lot of people order them this way. Because they're made in the morning and kept in the freezer all day. So it was almost like ice cream, like frozen ice cream. So it had three zebra domes on it. It had two or three other desserts that were all made gluten-free on a special plate. Wow. So again, no advance warning. Just 
told the waitress who couldn't be kinder and sweeter about it and, you know, came over. Did you find everything? Did you want me to go up? They also offered to have a chef come out and walk the buffet with me if I wanted to, if I felt that the menu Would he get your food and bring it to I the wondered table? about that. Could I call him out after I've sat down? <laughs> yeah. Go back and get more of this? <laughs> so I was, again, very positive experience. That's a good question. For the dessert party and for the special thing you got at Boma, did you feel like you could have asked for more? I probably could have, yeah. But they bring you out a pretty comprehensive plate. That was a big plate. plate. I probably, and it was the same thing with the one that they brought me at Boma. It had six different desserts on it. Like, it it would have felt a little gluttonous asking for more. If there was one you didn't like, I'm sure I could have said, said, I really didn't, like, if I happen to not like the zebra domes, like, whatever. But if I didn't, (laughs) I could say, you know, I didn't care for those. Could you bring me two more of those? I am positive that would have happened. And, you know, the great thing about it is that I never once felt like I was inconveniencing anybody throughout all the quick service. There are people who talk about the fact that they kind of feel they can't they don't want to vacation anywhere else. You know, we have those Disney fans, but then there are people who see how Mm -hmm. easy Disney makes us for people. You know, I equate it to how um, I when Ben was younger. We used to keep coming to Disney for our vacations because of, um, with his autism, with his Asperger's, it was convenient. And Disney went so above and beyond that he, he and in his words, I just feel normal here. Uh, I'm going to talk about somebody who I'm sure won't mind me mentioning in my name, our friend Skip. Mm-hmm. Our friend Skip has um, issues and he can, between Amtrak and Disney... He can come to Disney and vacation on his own, and he talks right. about how freeing he makes it. Yes. It makes him feel exactly. And I got to tell you, I can knock Disney for anything they do every once in a while. For this and the fact that their disability practices are so yeah. strong, you got to love them for that. I also think it's really great that you didn't feel like you were inconveniencing them or sort of standing out. Right. I think this is a problem. A lot of people, not a problem, this is an issue a lot of people face who have special needs whether it be dietary mm-hmm. or otherwise, they never want to feel like they're causing someone else inconvenience. No one wants to feel like a freak. No. Right? And you know what? I already feel a little overwhelmed, right, with yeah. the whole thing. There's a lot going on, and I feel overwhelmed. So I know shortly after we well, – right after we got back from Hawaii, um, my son, had, Ben, had wanted to take me out for Mother's Day. And I picked a place that specialized in breakfast all day, thinking it would be easier for me to figure out a breakfast. I asked for a couple small pro- – uh, I almost said prostitutions <laughs> – a couple small substitutions. <laughs> wow. Ben's liberal at Mother's Day, isn't he? Where is this breakfast place? <laughs> and you she would think it. I asked for the world. No, we can't do that. The waitress mm. was all but yelling at me. I asked to speak to a manager who came out and yelled at me. Like, it was awful. I felt this high. And oh, I can sorry. tell you that at home, I find, and I'm sure a lot of people going through this feel the same way, it's just easier to eat at home. It's just easier to do our shopping, to, to do. Um, I'm not a lot of. I don't know if I'm allowed to plug anybody, but I can tell you one of my clients who's coming with us in Alaska. I discovered through all of this that she actually writes gluten free cookbooks, and has written a paleo cookbook, easy paleo. Can I say your name? Sure. sure. Elizabeth Barbone. She writes these cookbooks. And so we. I thought, wait a minute. As soon as I'm hearing all this, I know somebody. I remember seeing this on her Facebook, and so we ordered that. The baking cookbook. So Chris had tried a couple of recipes. Chris is the baker and the cooker, the cooker, the chef in our house. The cooker. The cooker. He's the cooker who the goes cooker. to the till. <laughs> He's the till cooker. Uh, so he has tried a couple of recipes in there for me. So we find eating at home 
especially with this book, has like like I I after he tried the first thing, it's like oh my god, he just made me sandwich wraps. This book is changing my life. He made you what? Sandwich wraps. Oh, like I could actually have it was gluten and dairy free, sugar free, and it was a sandwich wrap that he made almost like a crepe in the frying pan, and I could have a sandwich. And it's like, your book is changing my life. Um, but anyway, back to my point. My point was, I find it easier to eat at home. I believe I find, that's true of anybody yep. who has anything sort of mm-hmm. different about themselves, that they feel like, I'm just not going to bother people. I'll just exactly. eat at home. Yep. But I'm glad that Disney... But makes that so much easier. Exactly. And I think it's just solidified our future vacations, you know, because it just, I just felt comfortable. My mom had dietary restrictions and physical restrictions. And you talked about people making you feel less than. Mm-hmm. And I think what happens is that happens a couple of times. And hopefully there's someone in your life that will become your advocate. And I just decided that no one mm-hmm. was going to do that again. And you know, that's not that that came out of that. Yeah. You have to advocate for someone you care about. And I thought, well, no one's going to treat her like that. So I don't really I don't remember what my I point think the of point is, is that I think is you, instead you know, of having allowing someone to make you feel small, I think you then have to stand up for yourself. Yep. You know, you have to then become your own advocate and say, listen, who do you think you're talking to? Right. And the thing is this. Um if I can make the same or better stuff at home, I have the support of an amazing, amazing, amazing husband who is always researching and learning and trying different things that he can help me along with. Um, if I have that at home, I don't want to – well, believe me, I have a pretty strong voice and I'm used to – I've advocated my entire life for my son. Right. I can advocate for myself if I needed to. I kind of don't want that stress when I go out for dinner. So I'll do a little bit of research locally where I live and see, you know, I know that somebody can do this or I know that I could order certain dishes that would be okay. I'll do that. But for the most part, you know, it's kind of eating at home. So being able to come here and order from a menu and feel just normal. Yeah. You know, you don't want to feel special. You don't want to feel like you're having special treatment. You want it to just be normal. Right. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Went right out At of this my point head. in our lives, we've decided that eating home is, first of all, it's better for us. Mm-hmm. We're able to make better choices, mm-hmm. control. Yep. And you know what's in it. You can think you know what's in something. Right. but you And that's what I'm learning with this whole gluten thing. I am shocked <laughs> how many things have gluten in them. The other thing, too, is going out to dinner usually is a special occasion. Yes. It's supposed to be exactly. to maybe take the stress off your day that you've right. worked so hard and you've done all these things or it's, you know, a night of your week that you decide I don't want to cook. So then to have that aggravation while you're out mm-hmm. is just not worth it. It just takes away from it. it. Takes away from the special. Yeah. So let me go over two I want to, two things before we wrap up. Sure. Just going back to the dining the the quick service dining yep. plan in general. You didn't go through and you didn't sort of tally everything up but what do you think about the value of the dining plan Mm -hmm. especially quick service with not doing burgers chicken tenders i can tell you we loved having the quick service dining plan that week now i did say by the end of it i was kind of like i just want to sit down and eat somewhere that was more about the processes i had to go through with my special meals than it was about the food that we were eating if we were just walking up ordering and walk and pulling away with this amazing food I think I would have been fine the whole week. I liked that. I loved at the end of the week. Our resort bill was almost nothing. Um, Mm. Because even with 
the regular dining plan, you're still paying gratuity every night. And chances are, if you're sitting down at a sit-down restaurant, you're ordering something extra, maybe ordering a drink or an appetizer. or So there was always extra charges. So there was none of that. So that was a nice. And I know, I know on one level, I already paid for it. But it's like some weird Jedi mind trick that I play with myself <laughs> that it feels like I'm eating for free while I'm there. This is the same thing with a cruise. Yes. With a cruise, you're like, oh, everything's included. Well, you're paying for right, that. Right, right, included. <laughs> it's true. But it yeah. feels better to have that sort of... So we did a very rough tally each day to kind of get an idea. I mentioned that the it was about $48 a day for the plan for each of us, for per night, I should say. Um, every day we came out even or ahead. Now, in our case, I feel like we... Chris, if we were just looking at his and mine, came out more ahead than I did. He was ordering sometimes meals that were a little bit more expensive, or he was ordering meals that had, um, you know, a special drink with them. So he was getting maybe a smoothie, or he was getting, you know, a milkshake, or so he was getting different things with his meal that upped the value of it. For the most part, I was getting water with mine. Um, so I, we didn't. There wasn't a day where we lost money. And you factor in the two snack credits. With these snack credits, the variety of what you can do with these things, mm-hmm. you know, is amazing. You know, for those of you who are Starbucks fans, the Starbucks beverages, pretty well any size, are snack credits. So, you know, just being able to do that a couple times a day, right. you know, as opposed to using it as a, for a bottle of water. You know, you could be 6 $7 for a Starbucks drink. Um, so there were... Plenty, like we found, and then the, res- the resort fillable mug is, you know, always value for us Absolutely. as well. So I would say this: I would say we at least we did not lose money having this dining plan, and we didn't. We didn't. Our first plan when we first pr- thought about it was let's maximize this plan. How much value can we get out of this plan while we're eating all these other things? And obviously, our focus changed and became less about value. So without even trying we got value out of the plan. Anybody with a little bit of effort who wants to, you know, order the most expensive thing wants or get cheap the, Disney. Yeah, exactly. Who wants to game. get every, you know, every drain, every penny out of it. I think you could come even farther ahead than we did. Now I'm not going to blow smoke up anybody's butt. $48 per night to eat at quick service. That is not a cheap ticket, right? But you're at Disney right. <laughs> and these are the prices. If you're ordering separate, um, and especially I'm talking about people who come in, they land at the airport, they take Magical Express, they come on, they, you, they've you they got you for the week. Yep. This is where you are. Whether or not you pay for it out of pocket or it's already prepaid. Right, exactly. So, you know, the argument about whether the dining plan is worth it, Who you know, that's a different show, that's a different topic. But just saying, you know, think about it. You know, if you're on the fence about a dining plan, maybe the quick service is for you. I think people with, like us, adult only, who aren't doing the sit-downs and the character meals. Uh, the other thing I would do with it, sometimes what we do, we always have a car. So we may be going off-site to eat at a couple of our favorite restaurants. So having the quick service for here while we're here and then maybe having a couple mm-hmm. meals off-site. In a park. Well, something. that could then yeah. be breakfast and dinner. Exactly. So, you know, there's different things, you know, ways that you can do it. I think if you were traveling with teenagers who are going to be off on their own for the day, you know, their meals are I like the idea of, of um, I've talked about this before. I like the idea that this would make it, this would allow me to visit Disney the, the way I used to. Yeah. With very little pre-planning. Right. I don't yeah. have to. I also think if you're one of those people who doesn't want to spend, let's face it, dinner's an hour and a half, an hour and a half to two Usually, hours a day. Yep. So if you don't want to yeah. invest that much time, yeah. especially if you're here for a shorter time. Right. 
And for those of you who dining is still part of the vacation, this is not for you. And it's not um, that, you know, if, if the restaurants are still a key focus for you, the character meals, the dinner shows. But let's look at it this way, though. There are places where you went that offer dinner as well. So, if you- yes, but what I mean by that is people come here with favorite restaurants, right? Yeah. Whereas that's still part of their vacation that they get to eat at you know, maybe the pavilion in Japan, or they get to, you know, I love the pizza via Napoli, you know, so there's different things that people come here for, which makes it part of their vacation. That's a different story. Well, this doesn't preclude that. No, it just means you could use it differently. You could except once you've paid paying out of pocket for two or three sit downs, depending on where maybe even two, you're really at the point of the next dining plan. plan. So you might as well get the full dining plan. So it's finding that balance for you. Um, so that it just depends. If you're going to start paying out of pocket for three or four restaurants, you're actually then you might as well be on the regular dining plan kind of thing. So one thing I did want to mention that I think I forgot to, uh, don't forget resort food courts when you're thinking about where to use these quick service dining credits. We ate at the Contemporary, the Contempo Cafe. We ate there one night for dinner. They are serving good food over there. Um, a lot of the deluxe While resorts. you wait for your EKG. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Even the value resorts, um, you know, these food courts got a lot going on. I was at um, Art of Animation. They have a make-your-own pasta. So, again, while I was over there. the best food courts. I um, I could order a gluten-free pasta. I could choose all my toppings. And, again, a certain coordinator came out to make mine with a special pan and everything. I actually did that one time. I made my own pasta there and got the gluten-free option. Yep. So, I mean, there's – don't forget the resort food courts when you're thinking about it. And it's easy if you're at – if I was at the Magic Kingdom looking to get out and to kind of relax for a dinner, which is one of the things I like about a table service restaurant, you kind of get that out of the hustle and bustle. Jump on the monorail. Go to one of the, you know, the Polynesian has a great quick service food court. Or not, it's not really a food court. It's, it's more of a quick service restaurant. Same thing at the Contemporary. So there are, you know, there are things that you can do and there are ways that you can definitely maximize this plan. Absolutely. Excellent. Thank you, Tracy. Thanks for sharing your story with us. We appreciate that. I'm sure people at home appreciate it as well. Um, thank you, everybody at home, for listening and watching. That'll do it for our show. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation. <laughs>